Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. The way that now some people on the internet know I'm a winter and the way they come at my throat when I'm not wearing my color. I know. Like I tried to buy this cute orange athletic romper and someone's like, that's not in your color. Oh wait, come that on. was me. <laughs> was I? And Liz. But we could do a taste drive. Okay. Liz tries cottage cheese. Is that, if that's not content everyone wants to hear on their morning drives to work, I don't know what it is. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And Ashley. <laughs> and Ashley. Hi. Ashley, for the people who don't know who you are, tell them. Who are you? Oh, yes. My favorite question. So I guess I'll just tell you about like who I am right now. So I'm a makeup artist. Well, we're friends. I thought you'd lead with that. <laughs> First Sorry. and foremost, she's Kelly's friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm But if she doesn't friend. build her entire identity off of being <laughs> Kelly's friend, this is who she is in the meantime. <laughs> How dare I? <laughs> I'm a makeup artist. Um, I do some weddings. But... A self-taught makeup artist. You yes. need to say that. Well, the school of YouTube is what I say. Uh, I've spent a lot yes, of hours yes. on YouTube. But mm-hmm. my main thing is I, I teach people people how to do their own makeup so i'm basically putting myself out of job out of a job <laughs> well i think yes th- I, no. I never thought about it like that yes and no because i still i've taken you've done a class for us and i still have never been as glam as i was at the auto show when you did my makeup somehow in 15 minutes and i looked Yay. the only <laughs> only time i've looked better was my wedding day and oh yeah which, but she's good even She's if really even if that isn't necessarily true, the amount of money I spent on that makeup to be done for my wedding day, I have to say I've never looked better. <laughs> but almost in a way, you looked so glam on your wedding day. But you looked like the most beautiful version Natural. of you at the auto show because you looked like you. Natural. You were a glamazon at your I wedding. I was a glamazon. It's true. That, that's my specialty. I mm-hmm. my goal is to like create a bolder version of you. So I don't do any Love like that. manipulation of facial features. It's all just a better version of the features that are already there. Totally. I felt that hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so quick plug for Ashley's IG, real actually, real, real. Wait, real actually, Ashley. Yeah, real actually, Ashley. What's the inspo? We just talked on our last episode all about screen names. Yes. So, uh, real because actually Ashley was already taken, okay. and actually because anytime in public I hear the word actually, I I always like look around because I think someone is saying my oh, name. Oh yeah, I never so thought it's that. it's nothing. Glamorous. Real but. actually Ashley. Yeah, that's it. Did you used to have a screen name like an AIM profile? Uh well see, I grew up in a fairly conservative home that did not allow any kind of social media. I didn't even have like a phone or anything until I was well into my late teens. So I, I honestly so no. she wasn't on AIM. Basically I don't even know what you're talking you, about. <laughs> respectfully you dodged a bullet. So it's definitely for the best. <laughs> okay, so besides being a makeup artist and my friend, tell us a little bit more about you. So I'm a mom. Um, I have two kids. I have a four-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl. My husband and I uh, actually are celebrating five years on the 19th. Mm -hmm. Um, We run a farm-to-table operation, so we raise the cattle on our farm. Uh, We actually breed our own cattle, too, so we can control the genetics, what they're fed. And then we own a processing plant where we butcher, process, package all of our own meats. And then we own a general store where we can retail it. 
we cook it there. If you want like a cheeseburger, you can eat it there in store. And then his parents own a winery where we cook our steaks. So we kind of control the whole process. It is. I never thought of it being farm to table, but yeah. wait, now you guys are being so trendy. Not not the thought it's being a farm to table. No, farm yeah. to table organic. Like wow. Yeah. It's it's a lot less glamorous than you might imagine. It's pretty much just work all the time. No, I mean it's no, it doesn't sound super glamorous. I will be honest. Um, <laughs> the The process in which that you described does not sound. I wouldn't no. say glamorous. I would say you look glamorous because well, I'm sure you. you're doing it in full glam, which is exactly why on today's episode we're going to be prioritizing the glam side of Ashley. We thought it would be great to get Ashley on the pod. A lot of people who follow the Car Mom Carpool are also starting to follow Ashley, and um, we just have like we just like need a lot of makeup content to be addressed. Well, I think that. It's so crazy how no one teaches us to how to do our makeup. Yeah. Like think back if you're driving in your car or wherever you are, think back to your first experience with makeup. And I feel like so many times it's maybe like your mom like throws a mascara at you or like (laughs) you're going to the drugstore and like buying it for the first time. And it's just one of those skills that I feel like we don't ever really get taught. You kind of have to self-teach. And I can't believe that like I've never heard of anyone teaching the everyday person how to do simple everyday makeup Mm -hmm. and we all like want to do our makeup a little better Mm -hmm. so i think like your business model is amazing and i've taken two lessons from you and i the people genuinely noticed when i started doing like my ashley makeup (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it it really did elevate my look me too and it, it was subtle though the differences weren't huge but they made a big difference and like that's just that's kind of my mo like i want it to still look like you but better <laughs> yeah no for sure and like i also feel like i can't even just watch a youtube video to learn because I, I was trying to do ashley's um eyeliner and i was like ashley why isn't this working and she's like no flip your hand like this and like flip up like this and then i was like oh man i'm beautiful <laughs> i'm stunning like and now like you just need kind of the one-on-one yeah yeah i need the individualistic and also since ashley's like i just want to i'm not trying to manipulate things i don't want someone who's going to tell me how to contour for their face i want right. to contour yeah. for yeah my face and i think there's so many people who are good at makeup because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are good at makeup who aren't good at teaching you how to do yeah. your makeup mm-hmm. but you are a true makeup artiste Ooh, thank so you. why don't you tell us about the services you offer in case anyone's interested yeah so i do the classic weddings i actually travel quite a bit for weddings i'm going to greece in october which is really exciting so lucky. <laughs> what? yeah and then i do special occasion like if you have a baby shower bridal shower uh, pictures anything like that i'll do your makeup um but the big thing i do is lessons so if you're local within two hours of me um i drive to you and teach you in your own home or office how to do your makeup with the product products that you already have. I offer um, in-person like shop with me. So I'll go shopping with you at Sephora, Our mom did at that. Ulta. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we'll do a little consultation beforehand. Look at what you have. Because a lot of the times I like to work with what you already have, because it's not necessarily that you need to spend more money and buy all new products. It's just a few like technique tweaks here and there yeah. that make all the difference. Um, so shop with me and in-person lessons. And then I also do both of those, but in a virtual. So I do virtual consultations where we hop on, we talk about what you have, we talk about what you're trying to accomplish. And then I create like a customized email with a list of products, shade matching. I always do shade matching as well for you to go out and purchase. That kind of saves you the time of having to 
look mm-hmm. through Sephora or Ulta mm-hmm. and just yeah. be totally overwhelmed. And then virtual mm-hmm. lessons also for the people who can't do the in-person. So. And your lessons that you offer, it's one-on-ones, but you could also do a group. Yeah, you have, absolutely. Because yeah. I think it'd be such a fun like bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you have her come on Girls like night. a Saturday afternoon, you guys get glam and then you go out. Like yeah. what a fun like bachelorette party. Yeah, I've done that before for a bachelorette party. They did it before they went out and they all took their lesson and did, they you actually do your own makeup in a lesson. I just walk you through the steps. So, and I, lo- I love that. Yeah. Like teach a man to fish. You know Absol- what I mean? Absolutely. Teach a girl how to do her makeup. <laughs> yeah. Don't Absolutely. do it for her. Absolutely. Okay. And you also have really good social content too. If I'm about to walk into Sephora, I just like look at some of your reels. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like the, these products and then I'm done. Good. It's so overwhelming. So it is so overwhelming. You do a very good job of breaking it down. So Thank you. I appreciate the service you're providing. So uh, we've kind of been going on for a while. Let me give a quick roadmap yeah, of our episode because I haven't done that yet. We do have a millennial word today. Um, we're going to do a great eight. We have um, some advice questions that we're asking and we're going to have some industry news and a ditch the drive through. So without further ado, want to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So it's time for the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. Less lame. I'm sorry. I'm like running out of breath. Yeah. No, that will happen. It's like this that pregnancy is getting happen. to me or something. Um, okay. Today's word is benching. Benching. Like, ben- like, well, it's probably because I'm such like a gym girl. And I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but I've worked out like three days in a row. Yeah. No, so it's not that. It's not that it's kind when of you benching. Like, are benching. like, no, it's not that kind of benching. Mm-mm. Oh, Kelly was like, but what? I- it was like my, my workout calls for a lateral arm raise. What is that? And you had to look it up. I'm like, can you just like listen to the words? <laughs> lateral <laughs> arm raise. Anyway. I'm so sore actually today. <laughs> okay. Same. Anyway, benching. That's got to be when you say you're sitting this one out you're benching yes close yes it is it's it's in reference to like dating someone oh so you bench someone it's like you bench someone so you're like talking to them you're dating them and then maybe they do something like upsets you or whatever it's like ghosting them you're benching them well i don't think you're fully ghosting them but like for right now you're on the bench no i it's like a warning i actually love that i could i think i'll use that not Gen Z setting healthy boundaries and benching people who are <laughs> like maybe not the best for them. Some people need to be benched. And I think you need to tell them they're being benched. I think so, too. You're, you're on probation. You're benched. You're not off. You're not off the team. There's a chance you can get back in if you improve in these specific areas. But for now, you're, you're, on, you're on the bench. You're on the bench. Oh, I like it. I like it, too. OK, I just have one quick like thing on my dump that I kind of want to get both your take on. OK. Oh. Who is the PR person for cottage cheese and how do we hire them? Um, I'm sorry, what? Have you guys not? Am I just on the cottage cheese side of Instagram reels or have you not oh. seen everyone and their mother turning it into ice cream, turning it into mm. bread, turning it, turn yeah. it into anything and everything? Cottage I, cheese is having a moment. She is the moment. She's she, off the bench. She's Greek yogurt that. is now on the bench. Mm-hmm. Plain Greek yogurt benching that's so true though you're right and now it's all about cottage cheese and people keep blending it and making it this like high protein alternative to literally everything ice cream yogurt i saw someone make cottage cheese bread the other day it's kind of like the cauliflower of dairy oh some might say would you guys actually you like cottage cheese i do so i have to consume about 160 grams of protein a day so i probably 160 grams yeah 
How much do you think I have in a day? You have nowhere near that. Well, you want to, when you're lifting a lot, you want to consume as many grams as your body weight. Not to just say that. That's, yeah, that's what okay. I'm assuming you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. What I, that's what I would do. I weigh 195 right now. So like, <laughs> another record show. Um, you want to consume. That's like the rule of thumb when you're lifting a yeah. lot. That's what I was doing when I was training for my wedding. And it was, it's very hard. Yeah. You it's can't a really, lot harder than you think. You can't really build good muscle mass without that protein. So I, I usually. 160 grams. Actually, I just had a 17 gram protein bar. and I thought it was good for the day. Well, that is, that's a good snack. But you also have to like Oh my god! Do it more it than is once. Protein coffee. It is protein in yes. every single it's, meal. It yeah. is protein and snacks, and yep. then maybe also you need a protein dessert, and then like you've got it. Yeah. So anyway, so cottage cheese. I I go through a lot of cottage cheese, and if you do the low fat, it's still super high in protein, but low in fat. And I go through probably like at least thirty two ounces a week. And I do. I put it on salad instead of salad dressing, and I eat it just by itself. I eat it as a side with like all my meals so I can get that extra protein. So you are, you're not interested in blending it because you blending it and turn it into ice cream because you like it as is. I mean, I've seen a lot of reels and I'm kind of feeling like I'm getting to the point where I might try it. I, I'm skeptical, though. I just find it interesting. I've never had cottage cheese. Well, I think you guys both look great. I didn't know that it was so high in protein. Um, here's something that's happened to me. I had a baby and I've had now two people in the past week <laughs> ask me if I was pregnant. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> and that... Which is- Okay, to be fair, my husband... Yeah, one of them was Ashley's husband, I know, so he I'll let her tell this story. He didn't technically ask you if you were pregnant, though. He, he heavily <laughs> implied it, though. So we were at toddler prom, and Ashley's husband, who, like, I mean, Ashley and I are very close. Like, we see each yes. other a couple times a week. Yeah. Like... You could say we're best friends. Yeah. Hey, my other best friend of your life. Besides <laughs> your sister, but that doesn't count. No. Um, sorry. <laughs> He would so anyway. We're at Tyler Prom, and Ashley's husband looks at me, and he goes, "Hey Kelly, how are you feeling?" <laughs> and I, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, like Gus, you're right. We need to get to know each other more, right? Because like you know, Ashley and I are so close. Like he's really trying to dig deep. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I'm feeling okay, but I'm like, kind of a weird thing to ask. Like you don't ask someone how you're feeling. It's also, really like, there were like a lot of other people around. So yeah. it wasn't like an intimate conversation. No, like my like, brother-in-law, like yeah, like popped his head up, like. Is Kelly pregnant? I don't know about it. Because I just think you always ask pregnant women, like, so how are you feeling? Well, it could have been like a, I would have maybe thought like it was a postpartum thing. Like, how are you feeling? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think men talk about that. No, yeah. They just no, assume no, we no. like have a baby and then get right back to it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> they have no idea what goes on. Oh, God. So he goes, how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm feeling good. And I was like, why? And Ash was like, that was a weird thing to say. And he's like, well, I was just like wondering like how she's like, how is she feeling? And Ashley goes, do you think she's still pregnant? And I was like, do you think I'm still pregnant? <laughs> And then he was so embarrassed. Do you think I'm still pregnant? And he's like, well, I have it. He's like, oh, you had the baby? I'm like, Gus, we were at your house two weeks ago with the baby. In, the, baby's in, right, the baby's over there. In, <laughs> there. In my husband's defense, though, he works a ton. And so he's not like around for a lot of goings on. Mm. And even though, like, bless his heart, I still tell him all the things. He does not remember Ashley, them. I was, Ashley, I was at your house with the baby. No, but you don't understand that, like, things that happen in our home that he still doesn't remember, like, about me and our children. So I mean, if so you're like, don't take offense. No, it's not personal. She's like, it's very normal for him to have met your child and not remember. (laughs) And then I had someone else at the dealership. One of the sales guys goes, he goes, you're expecting another baby. Oh no! And I was like, I think he maybe like saw you. He had to have seen me and then thought it was. And I just think sometimes men have no concept of time because it's like I just had a baby. Even if I was pregnant again, how would I be nine months pregnant again? Like, they just have no right. concept of that. Also, you don't look pregnant. No, not even No, a I bit. don't think I look pregnant. You just don't look pregnant. No. Trust me. 
but I definitely think I need to up my protein intake. We all we all could. Well, cottage cheese ice cream, I believe, is the is trending. Yes, <laughs> is trending. I wonder if you could also because I I would see like ice cream dupes, but with like protein powder. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could do like a chocolate protein powder with cottage cheese, and then you oh, got you like sure a can. ton of protein. I don't know. I'm, I'm like craving cottage cheese I've right put, now. Uh, cottage cheese and protein shakes before, and it's oh, good. that's a good idea. Give it a it's new just consistency. Basically, I'm telling you, it's the new Greek yogurt. I kind of want to do is. a taste drive of cottage cheese because I've never had it. You've never had cottage I cheese. I said that uh, literally oh, yeah, a few right. seconds ago. Yeah. That's really sad, honestly. But we could do a taste drive. Okay. Liz tries cottage cheese. Is that that's not content everyone wants to hear on their morning <laughs> drives to work? I don't know what it is. Everything is content. Don't forget to record it. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I take AG1 in the mornings after breakfast, and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good for my body and like I'm covering all my nutritional bases. You can take it whenever you want, but for me, mornings works best. And to be honest, it's kind of hard for me to keep up with a supplemental routine that comes with a bunch of different products, which is why I love AG1, because AG1 makes it so easy because it's just one scoop and a glass of water, and that's it. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality. AG1 was designed with ease in mind, so you can live healthier and better without having to do a lot. It's kind of the best healthy life hack. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash carpool. That's athleticgreens.com slash carpool. Check it out. And today's episode is brought to you by the Car Mom Auto Show. Okay, guys, listen up. September 10th in St. Louis, we are having an auto show just for moms and for families. This is our second annual Car Mom Auto Show, and it is the one-stop shop to see everything you would need to know about family cars. We have 30 different makes and models there. We have fun vendors. We have food trucks. We have activities for the kids, and you are not going to want to miss it. So it's September 10th in St. Louis. Make it a weekend trip, or if you're local, please stop on by, and you can get tickets at thecarmomofficial.com slash show. That's thecarmomofficial.com slash show. We would love to see you there. Dude, let's get into our grade eight. So our grade eight is where we pick a category, pick eight things with in that category and then debate them until we have a winner. And our topic today is, of course, the grade eight of makeup products. So excited about this one. Yes. And I think here's what we should do. Okay. So we're all going to say a makeup product. Like, and I'm kind of, I did not prep them, prep you guys for this idea. No. But that's kind of how I roll. Yeah. I think we should all say the product like the generic product yes. and if you say the product you have to say which one your is your current favorite of that product oh, okay oh my goodness ashley don't overthink it no uh, one's gonna hold your feet to the fire on okay. this are you sure ashley you're you're totally allowed to like be in those eras like right now i'm in my kia carnival era i feel like i've been talking about it a lot mm-hmm. i can't stop thinking about it like i'm not saying it's my favorite of anything i'm just saying that's the era i'm in so don't okay. overthink it okay. I, okay no one will hold your feet to the fire okay just a good one. This doesn't have to be your favorite. A good one. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start. Okay. And I'm going to say mascara. And my favorite mascara is actually one that Ashley told me to get right now, which is the Rare Beauty one. Oh, yeah. I have that one, too. It is a really... I didn't love it at first. I almost think it's better now that it's kind of... A little drier. A little drier. For sure, yeah. And now I am... It is a stunning mascara. It's a good and one. And it stays on. And you know what else it does? It comes off easy. It does. Which is like, thank you for not making me scrub my lashes. Mm-hmm. For sure. There. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ashley, you can go next. Okay. I'm going to do foundation. Okay. 
Um, so I'm going to be like really bougie right now. I bought, I recently bought the Valentino Foundation. Um, it's a couple years old. They just came out with a matching concealer and it is so good. It's beautiful. It's like glowy, but not greasy. Mm. It's like a good medium coverage. They have a great shade range. How much does one of them run you? Well, like 60 bucks. Well, I know. That's a special occasion one for me. It is. You know, sure. you can have special occasion on daily. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna say um concealer. And my favorite when I ball out is the Dior Forever Skin Correct That's concealer. It's a good one. Okay, can I say a twofer? Do you know what I'm gonna say? Uh yeah. You're gonna probably say the dipstick. Yeah, yeah, like a blood. I won't. I won't well, do. I think you have to do one. Cal. You have to. You, you, okay, they're two different. I things. will say contour stick. Okay, okay. Uh, but see, like that's not like. Oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that because this is like not makeup. I like. It's like this is the of makeup product. Yeah, it's a makeup product. Okay, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go off a tangent. I'm gonna say lip gloss. Okay, I love a good lip gloss, and I have been using this typology. Have you guys ever heard of this brand? Yeah. yeah. It's this like French brand and their lip gloss comes in like an, it look, kind of looks like it's like in a nail polish thing. It's this like beautiful glass bottle and it is some of my favorite lip gloss. It's so wet. I like a wet lip gloss. I, I see that. Without, but not sticky. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like a true gloss. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to do blush because I am in my pink era right now. Okay, and love everything that. is pink. My clothes my lips, my blush, everything is pink. Uh, I would say my favorite right now, there's a drugstore brand that you can get from Ulta called Juvia's Place. It's a black-owned brand. They're really affordable. They came out with liquid blushes. And there's one called like Pink Lily or something like that. And I love it. It's like a lilac-y pink liquid what blush. What is the brand? It's called Juvia's Place. Is that it with a J? Yes. Okay. J-U-V. Yep. Juvia's Place. Juvia's Pink Place. Lily. Never heard of it. I've never heard of it That's either. That's my favorite. That blush. I just, I, I find myself doing my makeup and I'll just do some blush and be like, oh, I should do some more. And then I'll do that like three or four times. And then usually I over apply. So then I have to soften it. Love a good blush. <laughs> Love a good blush. Okay. I'm going to say bronzer. Mm-hmm. I use the Too Faced Chocolate Soleil Matte Bronzer right now just because, yeah. I don't know, it's what I bought. It's a good one. Okay. Mine's kind of interesting i'm gonna say a primer slash tinted moisturizer a little Mm. different than foundation yeah because i like just like something easy to like throw on so my favorite primer is that say one. Oh, that one is that so good. That say like glowy one. Mm-hmm. It has no color to it. It's just like a glowy dew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed with that. It's good. And they have it in like a bronze shade. So if you have deeper skin tones. Well, I should try that maybe. Should I, like it wouldn't be too dark for me. No. So like if you have a lighter skin tone, it would be really great if you say you tan your body and your face is always lighter and you want to add a little bronze to kind of match it mm. up. But then if you wanted just an overall glow and you have deeper skin tones, sometimes that pearly color kind of uh, makes it your skin look a little ashy. So that bronzer color is is much better. So the brand is Say, S-A-I-E. And it's so, so good. So Maybe good. we could like link all of these. How many do we have? Um, Seven. Okay. So Ashley, you got to bring the last one. Oh my goodness. This is a lot of pressure. Um, Let's do brows. I'm going to go with a tinted brow gel okay. because I feel like you can do a lot with that. Um, my favorite is the Kosas Airbrow. It's like I a, love that. It's stuff. so good. Oh yeah, I <laughs> have you ever so, had that? Can you Ashley, everything. It's just when I go to Sephora and Ashley's there. I just <laughs> yeah. buy all the same stuff. <laughs> so it it's like a tinted brow gel, but it has fibers in it, and it I kid you not, it gives your brows so much volume. It's so good. It is amazing. 
So a couple of things we didn't mention on our on our grade eight eyeshadow. No, no we didn't do a highlighter. Didn't do eyeliner. Didn't do an eyeliner. But I think that's okay because this is like I I feel like those you never like go out with just eyeliner on. So know? is this this is one, only one can stay. Like you can only be left with one thing for the rest of your life. for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. But we're also assuming the application goes on perfectly every time it is the best version of it obviously and And you can do other like beauty-esque things like whatever like pinch your cheeks or like if we choose the lip gloss you can put it on your cheeks for blush like Like, it's also assume we're all having a really good skin a skin day well like like we don't just need to just cover things up i I you know what i mean yeah like you're not you don't have a giant pimple on your face right okay because then it's like always gonna be okay i don't know where this is gonna end up i actually think i have a prediction but i don't want to say it but i'll tell you if i was right and i promise i won't lie okay all right, let's do bronze. I think we have to do bronzer first blush. I agree. Yeah. I think we have to get that out of there. And okay. I think it's obviously blush for me. Yeah, I agree. I like the fact that bronzer can kind of like tan me up and like darken me up a little bit. Like when I'm feeling like pale. But I, I also think that blush goes a very long way. You're line. not as big as a blush girl as me. No, I, I'm also not in my pink hair like Ashley. But I think I'm just going to be overpowered on this. So that's OK. OK, we're going to have blush go forward. All right, next, let's do... I think we have to do concealer foundation. Yeah. So I'm going to have to pick foundation. And the reason is, is because I use foundation. Sometimes I'll buy like a couple different colors in the same foundation and I'll use it. A lighter color is concealer, darker color is bronzer. And then I'll use my color that matches my skin all over. I've never really had a lot of success with putting concealer all over my face mm. and using it as foundation. So I could definitely skip the concealer. Wait, not Ashley then taking well, foundation, making it concealer, and she could also do bronzer if you Absolutely. do darker shade. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of... So that I changes things. I can't argue with that. No. I, my first thought was going to be concealer. Saint Elizabeth, same, but we're not makeup artists. No, but that was just because it's a little thing you can take, like if you can only do one thing a day. And I think it it wakes you up. Like when you're when you're about to leave the house... And you don't want to do a full face of makeup. A little, you can put a little bit okay, of concealer. But I don't think that's what house. we're arguing. I think we're arguing. You have to go on a red carpet event. You can either do a little concealer or a full face of foundation. I know not either one is great, but which one are you doing? Yeah, I mean it's a full face of foundation. Ex- like, how is full face of foundation not going to beat everything out from here on out? Well, we'll see. Right. I don't know. I don't think it. I think it might not. Could change. <laughs> Our parameters can always change. <laughs> okay, let's do mascara versus brows. Mascara mascara i would say so yeah mascara Mascara can change your face like you're not finished if someone's like how's my makeup it does and you don't have mascara on you look unfinished Uh that lip gloss finishes off a look okay and then our last of this round we have lip gloss versus primer and it's got to be lip gloss for For sure it's definitely lip gloss okay so this is basically what i wear on a daily basis it is mascara foundation lip gloss blush i'm ready (laughs) to go yeah i don't do my i haven't been doing mascara every day but you wonder what happens when you wear mascara. That's kind of a hack. Huh. Makes me do my full skincare routine every night because I got to wash off the mascara. Yeah. I'll go yep. to bed. I'll go. If I don't put mascara on, I'll go to bed without washing my face some days like oh, an animal. No. I no, would no, no, literally no, no, never no. do that. No, me neither. Cannot really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what, what are we, what are we battling? Okay. Let's do, let's do lip gloss. Nope. Nope. No, 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 no. Let's do foundation versus lip gloss. Foundation for sure. I mean, with yeah, I, yeah. I mean, if it can be a contour, uh, bl- I mean, if it can be everything, then yeah. And I used to put foundation on my lips, and maybe that will come oh. back. Maybe the <laughs> maybe the foundation lips will come back yeah. in style, and then we'd have a lip color too. Yeah. Maybe those. Do you remember those? Conce- well, they were conce- We call them concealer lips, but yeah. 
I'll never forget. See, and that's why that's what mom taught. That's what mom taught me how to do my makeup. She goes, you know, to get the perfect nude lip, you just put concealer on your lip. Like, who needed a nude? Or lips are pink naturally. Yeah. Who wanted a nude lip? Oh, well, Elizabeth, a lot of people. It yeah. was well, a look. You got to think like too, in, in I think it was influenced a lot by the 90s and there was really no pink. It was all brown. And so mm-hmm. you wanted the bronziest, most brown skin that you could have in terms of like bronzer and stuff. And there was there was no such thing as pinks really and then our last round <laughs> we have mascara versus blush i think it's mascara but i also whatever ashley's gonna say is probably gonna be the one i my vote would be blush so we'll let ashley be the tiebreaker that's so hard so i think it kind of depends on what you notice about somebody first so for me it's always eyes i always like I always notice someone's eyes so when you wear mascara it just brightens and opens the eyes so much um I love blush but I would say if I could only personally have one makeup product forever and that was it it would definitely be mascara you said you can pinch your cheeks that you can do a natural remedy to get to get some blush <laughs> yes. like you could slap your face a little bit like brighten yeah. up. there's nothing you can do for your eyelashes mascara versus foundation final two I'm gonna have to go mascara again Really? I'm good with that. I'm fine. I kind of thought mascara was going to win. I thought mascara was yeah, going to win too. too. It was um, a mascara or blush for me. Because even if you have like the full contoured, like with all the foundation and the foundation hacks, you don't look finished. And sometimes it'll look worse. If you don't have the... 100%. I don't like a girl... I don't like when you just put on foundation and then you have like yep. these like naked eyelashes. It's but disgusting. But if you're having a perfect skin day, every, you're a little tan mm-hmm, little and sun-cast. you put on some mascara, you're good. You're set. I'll give away like a huge tip and like thing that I talk about oh. in my lessons only. And that is like how important it is to do every step of your makeup te- routine, regardless of like whether or not you're going for a natural or a full glam, because mm. there's nothing worse than when you have like our faces are naturally three dimensional and then we cover them with foundation and they're one dimensional. So all the makeup we apply on our face after foundation makes it three dimensional again. So if you just do foundation and concealer and nothing else, you're never going to feel like yourself. You're going to always feel like you're washed out. Your face looks larger than mm. it is because there's none of that dimension. So if you're only going to apply one makeup product, mascara is the way to go because you're not going to lose any of the dimension in your face. It's always going to be there naturally. And it's the one thing that you can add to your face that doesn't take away from anything no, else. No, that's a really good tip. So you're that's saying a really like, good point. if you don't want to do full glam and you need to do like soft glam, you still do the steps because... Yep. You, you just, just maybe do the steps quicker or with like a product that's lighter or easier to blend. Exactly. But you don't like your light makeup still consists of all the makeup. 100%. Mine does not. But no, I didn't know that. Tip. And that's why Ashley's light makeup looks like she does right now. Okay. So since, doesn't. since mascara was our winner, what's your go to mascara right now? My go to. Um, I'll talk about two because what my favorite is not a clean one, but I want to share a clean one that I love too, just for anyone who you know mm-hmm. like has committed to that. Um, the Mac um, Extended Play Giga Black Mascara is by far my absolute favorite. Giggle Black. Giga Black. Oh, Giga Black. And then Giggle the clean one I love is a Cali Ray. It's actually fairly affordable. It's from Sephora, and um, it's a clean one. It's a tubing mascara also, so it doesn't like run or smudge. And mm. to take it off at the end of the day, you just like get your lashes warm with warm water, and it just kind of like slides off in clumps. Oh, amazing! It's wild. Okay, but the, I'm they're amazing. To try that. Okay, love well, it. that was a fun little grade eight. That was fun. This is a fun episode. It's so like not. It's so different. It's so not about. This is something stupid. <laughs> it's so like helpful content. It's called value ads. <laughs> okay. And we're going to keep the value ads 
moving because I have I wrote up some like questions that I just think like people want answered about makeup. So Ashley, what products would you press? So like you can do drugstore, you can do brand name. Obviously, there's great in both. But like what products would you prioritize paying more for versus just drugstore? And which ones would you be like, you know, skip the go drugstore because it's fine? Um, I would say for me personally, I I have some drugstore foundations I really, really love. But I would say if you're going to spend money on something, spend money on a drugs or a, a high end foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is a good loose powder. Uh, the Laura Mercier one is one I've used oh, for yeah. so long. And I just I've never found anything that's better. And it's like 42 bucks. But believe me when I tell you, it's 100 percent worth it. And then as far as something like you can totally skip and go drugstore browse. I mean, mm. my favorite one I mentioned earlier, the Kosas, that's actually not a drugstore one. But there are several dupes for it that are great from the drugstore. So I would say browse. You could definitely go cheap and they're just as good. I've also heard like lip liners are all like made within like the same two factories. And oh, let's talk about that for a second. Is that, I've never heard lie? that. Is that- okay, so like this is the best example I have. So uh, L'Oreal actually owns, I would say, probably 70% of the the beauty makeup industry. Wow. They own, they're like the parent company to so many brands. And um, there is a lip product that Maybelline makes called the Lip Vinyl. And Urban Decay makes one. And they are, the packaging is very similar. The product, they have identical shades. The product wears the same amount of time. It looks the same. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. the identical product. L'Oreal owns Maybelline and Urban Decay. So you, when you buy the Urban Decay product, you're basically buying the Maybelline one, but you're paying more for the Urban Decay. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that is, there's some validity. Does that apply to like all their products or do you not feel like with all their products? Like same with their shadows and everything or is it more? There's some overlap, but no, I would say eyeshadows definitely are not similar. I think they're better even though they're kind of made in the same lab. <laughs> but then, but I mean, they have like, yeah, there, there is some differences, but you're saying for this, for this lip product, they're the same. And a lot of times you will find that certain brands dupe other brands fairly frequently mm-hmm. and sometimes it's because they're owned by the same company mm. and the same ingredients they're made in the same lab well i could see how like lips have even more regulations on them than maybe some other products because it goes Absolutely. on your mouth so yeah i yeah. could see how there's even more overlap yeah. in like those products yeah there's yeah. only so much you can interesting do. okay yeah, um so let's say someone just like kind of overwhelmed by makeup they feel like they haven't ever gotten into it and it's almost like too late at this point where do you start if you could get only a few products, trying not to spend a ton of money, trying to yeah. just like dip their toe into it, where do you start for someone who's overwhelmed by makeup? Oh, I'm going to plug my business here real okay, quick. Please. So I, I, it's hard to say exactly what I recommend in general, just because it is so based on what your needs are, what your skin type is, whether or not you use clean makeup. So, you know, what I usually recommend is book a consultation. It's 20 minutes. It's not a huge commitment. It's not a huge investment. Let's talk about what you have, what you like, what you don't. And then based on that 20 minutes, I can customize a kit for you or even fill in the gaps in the makeup that you have currently. And maybe you need a few more things. I can fill in the gaps to give you a complete kit that you'll really, really love. So I, I think the best thing is just to book a consultation because I don't know what to recommend until I know you better. what your goals are and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. What what advice would you have, or what's your theory on if you have like a teen daughter, like starting her on makeup? When should you start her on makeup? What do you start her with? 
Yeah, I think I think it's hard because I know growing up, my mom did not ever want me to wear all the makeup that I wanted to wear regularly. Mm-hmm. Like you were 12 or 13. 12 or 13 is about when I really wanted to wear all the makeup. And it had nothing to do with my self-confidence. I didn't feel like I wanted to cover my face or I wanted to look different. It was just my version of art. And that's how I was expressing myself. Um, but I don't think my mom quite understood that at the time. And so it for her, it was like, absolutely not. I would say like currently I'm working with a mom right now who has a 12-year-old daughter who loves to wear makeup, but she won't take any advice from her mom. <laughs> so she has paid me to kind of <laughs> take her daughter shopping, find some good age-appropriate makeup for her. Love that. And then teach her how to use it so she she can feel like the best version of her for herself, but her mom feels like she's doing it in the right way. So I would say, I mean, talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. No, that I I like what you said, though, about you don't want to like raising daughters like you don't want makeup to be seen as this tool to fix something about your face or to cover something. Mm -hmm. And I do I do think like one thing that I'll do and this is no shade to mom because I do think mom tried to have us to help us do our makeup. But like, I really want to make sure I make that part of raising Hattie to like make mm. that like a real thing that's like no I'm going to teach you yeah. if you want why we wear makeup how we wear makeup when we wear makeup yeah. and I mean there's like I mean because there's like nothing worse than like a 12 year old who's like trying to wear way too much makeup and like that's just not mm-hmm. and but, if you think of it like self-care I mean you're going to teach Hattie how to fix her hair you're going to teach her that yeah. she has to brush her hair every morning mm-hmm. otherwise it's going to get matted and it's going to look horrible and it's just not taking care of herself I, I think you can take the same approach with makeup and so then you can relay this ma- this message that makeup is just a way for you to take care of yourself as opposed to a way where you try to look like other people or try to cover up you know who you are mm-hmm. I mean we it would be hypocritical for us to be like I'm for a for a young kid, obviously, like a twelve year old, like doesn't need makeup. Like they they can go out into the world and not need makeup. We can go out into the world and not need makeup, but we still do it. Yeah, and it's just like Ashley for Ashley was a form of art and expression, and I think that that's there. I, I wouldn't want to try and like prevent that or, or hold yeah. that or hold that down if that's what the true intention is and it's not just trying to manipulate the way you look yeah. and your face and everything because like for me i feel more productive i have a better day when i do my makeup and it's not because i don't feel pretty without makeup it just gives you that little pep in your step that helps you just mm-hmm. do better feel more confident and right. it doesn't mean that you have low self-worth or low self-esteem it's just that you feel better doing it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And and like Ashley's whole point of enhancing yeah. your features and enhancing your beauty versus manipulating your beauty to look like someone or mm-hmm. something else. I think like having that conversation is also probably. I totally agree. A good place to start. I totally agree. Yeah. Um. Here's a question that was like personally that I have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. If I'm going to like go buy foundation, I always feel like I end up buying it too dark or too light because i like i like to look i do i self tan a lot Mm -hmm. so i liked or even if i don't self tan i like my face to just look darker because then i feel like i look more put together and so then i feel like i end up buying too dark of foundation so what color foundation do i need to be buying how do i identify my shade and i feel like this is probably the but the answer but if i like to look a little bit more bronzed do I do that in my foundation or do I do that in the bronzer? Or do I do that in contouring? Like, how do I achieve that look without looking like I totally don't match the rest of my body? Yeah, so I'm working currently on like a mini course on how to figure out your undertones, how to shade match yourself, because to me, it's it's second nature. I, I It's a free service I provide on my Instagram. You send me a selfie, I'll shade match you in any foundation in like 30 seconds. So it, it's it's been hard for me to kind of 
get those that process out of my head and and translate it into a way that I can share with other people. I think the most important thing is knowing your undertone. That makes a huge difference in the foundation that you buy, whether or not you have cool or warm undertones. I usually like to deal in like primary colors. So think um, blue for a cooler undertone, which can tend to transfer as like pinks Mm -hmm. and then warm, which would be a yellow. And then there is such a thing as a neutral, which is supposed to be an olive undertone, which is actually what I am. So it's a blue and a yellow comes together makes a green right so it neutralizes those two primary colors um so i'd say knowing your undertone is the most important thing as far as like not wanting to look so washed out i still recommend always matching your foundation to your neck and chest don't match it to your face because especially if you're wearing sunscreen on a regular basis your your face is always going to be a lot lighter than Mm -hmm. your neck and chest so always match it to your neck and chest but if you really want that bronzing I really recommend doing it with a bronzer. Okay. That's what it's for. Um, with a powder bronzer? You could do a powder or a cream. I personally, um, one of my tips in my lessons is I layer them so they're more long lasting. So I do a cream and then mm-hmm. instead of using a setting powder to set it, I use a powder bronzer. Mm-hmm. It just locks it in place. Um, so I would still match your foundation to your natural color and then I would bronze with a bronzer. Um, and as far as like, matching your skin tone at the end of winter and the end of summer. Um, The best tip that um, I have is to buy, if you have a foundation you absolutely love, Mm -hmm. buy your fairest shade, buy it in your tannest shade, and when neither one of those shades match, mix them. And then you'll have the perfect shade all year round. And that's that's why you listen. (laughs) On innovation that excites, Elizabeth. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, innovation that excites. Move over, Nissan. Yeah. Um, Okay, I love that. But okay, how do I how do I know what my undertones are? Because to me, like, do I look at my hand? Do I look at my face? Do I look at my chest? Like, where are they all the same? Right. Okay, so that's actually really interesting. So we all did the House of Color consultation together and we were all cool undertones, which I thought was very interesting because Mm -hmm. all of us actually have fairly yellow undertones. So I almost saw this pattern where it was was like a balancing effect. You look at the warmer you are, the better you look in cool undertones. The cooler Mm. you are, the better you look in warm undertones because what they're trying to do is neutralize it. They're trying to create Ah. this perfect neutral tone Uh, because if I put on warm (laughs) tones, I look very, very yellow. But if Mm -hmm. I put on cool tones, I look more pink as opposed to yellow i don't know if that's the case no but i see what you're saying though because like what your skin is yes is different than because in house of color they weren't finding our undertones they were no. telling us which colors we looked good at 100 percent. so i would say you are definitely like somewhere between a neutral and a warm and same for kelly and i'm i'm a true neutral if it's olive but i tend to buy warm shades because most brands aren't making real good neutral undertones if i'm being honest i always thought i was cool what did you guys can we talk about the house of color thing (laughs) yeah i so so we're all winters right no no no. no, she's a winter we're summers yeah oh yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah so i did like it I thought it was fun and worth doing. But like the way that now some people on the internet know I'm a winter and the way they come at my throat when I'm not wearing my color. I know. Like I tried to buy this cute orange athletic romper and someone's like, that's not in your color. Oh, wait, come that on. was me. Was I? <laughs> oh, not Ashley. Cyberbullying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out. <laughs> She's like, okay, so well, I thought that was rude because I was feeling myself in this cute orange romper. And who are you to say that... Really, you should be embracing your colors. I'm, well, okay, I, I didn't say that. So maybe somebody else said that. I will say if I have options now, I'm like, well, I'm going to prioritize the summers, but I won't 
not buy something because it's not my colors that's kind of the problem i had with the whole thing was you know i thought it was helpful in terms of clothing i don't think it's helpful in terms of makeup whatsoever um i think in terms of clothing it was helpful but specifically color so Mm. i've always worn neutrals because i hated the way i look in pictures when i wear color and so i just skipped it all together so then i started like okay well maybe i'll try a cool tone pink or Mm -hmm. you know a navy blue and then i was like oh wow i really like the way i look in pictures with those colors on and so i've incorporated a lot more obviously pink because mm-hmm. i'm loving the way that it that looks you look. but i i think it's hard because i think some people try and take it and just accept it as the absolute truth and just mm-hmm. like i can't wear anything outside my season when in reality you probably look good in 90 percent of those colors and if you want to wear the other 10 percent, there's no rule yeah. saying you can't mm-hmm. i mean no. if you feel good in that copper orange cow don't let, Ash- don't let Ashley tell you not to do it. Well, I don't know. And maybe I <laughs> don't need let to. trolls on the internet like Ashley. I know. I but I I do agree with you because there's days where it's like I'll be on my Instagram stories and I'm like I look good today and then it's like oh it's in my color palette. Well, you know what I was gonna say. Yeah. Ashley posts a lot of like um, try ons and so like there was one top that you got and you bought it in every color. Yeah. You were like which color should I keep and seeing the exact top in multiple colors, the ones that you looked best in were the were in your color scheme yeah, absolutely yeah so but so, you didn't look bad in the other ones but it was like yeah no, obviously exactly. keep the pink over yes, the green you don't look bad yep yeah okay so so overall i think it was helpful and obviously it was really fun girl time yeah for it us was to fun. do it together again just like another like girl thing you can do and like I, get yeah. your colors done get your makeup okay taught. i also just think and this is like no shade to my color i just don't like my colors very much i mean it, luckily i got carmon blue in my color palette mm-hmm. so like that was a blessing mm-hmm. but i still prefer like I like how I liked the autumn yeah, color palette the best. I all my neutrals were grays, and then she told yes. me I had to wear silver jewelry, and I was like, "No, can do." <laughs> yeah, I drew the I drew the line there for sure. Anyway, okay, let's move on. Um, it's time for our industry news. Yeah, and this is where I spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry. But I only have one story because I feel like who wants to hear about cars after hearing about makeup? That's <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, not me. Way but more we'll, fun. We'll, we'll strap in. Okay, this is a story from NPR, and it's kind of interesting. It says, when it comes to cars, there is no housing crisis. And you're like, what? What do those have to do with each other? And it's this theory that in America, we are prioritizing cars over people. So we are prioritizing parking lots over apartments. Oh, my goodness. And it says, this is, again, from NPR, but they're quoting Bloomberg. It says, in 2016, Bloomberg reported that there were more three-car garages being built than one-bedroom apartments. So there's, which I'm not saying there's, there isn't a need for those, but the point is, it's like we have so little affordable housing in this country and where we could put these one-bedroom apartments or these more apartment complexes and so we put all these parking lots mm. because like we need, because we need these parking lots and we need this, but a parking lot it's just a place to put a car and think right. about the real estate it's taking up. Mm-hmm. And like, instead oh. of having apartments or houses, we put up parking lots that get used, what, 12 hours out of the day? I will say on the three car garage thing, I think very rarely people are putting three cars in their three car garages. I think that's an extension of the home and people are using three car garages for things other than cars. Right. So I will say that on that point. Um, but yeah, um, I don't I don't know how I feel about that, though, because also if you want like a thriving area, you have to have parking lots for people to visit it because like because yeah. where else do where else do I park? I'm not going to go. I'm not going to if parking's too much a pain in the butt. 
I'm not going to spend $60 on an Uber to get somewhere. So the author says, here are some things that we've sacrificed in order to create parking. Front porches, affordable housing, Mm -hmm. um, which are true. Okay. Bigger backyards. Um, And they also say that the issue, a lot of the issue has to do with building permits. So almost any new project is required by law to include a minimum of minimum parking sorry, to include a minimum number of parking spaces, but the same can't be said for housing proposals. In fact, for many new constructions, there is no cap on the number of housing units allowed. So it's just, I don't know, just just, just yeah, interesting just theory. Something to think about. And there was this one YouTube video. It was like, I came across my desk one day and it was, I think it was a Mercury, the, or it was there a Mercury or a Saab? And it was a uh, an ad for like a car brand that doesn't exist anymore. And the point of the ad was supposed to be cars keep people safe so what they did in the ad was they had people look like they were in the front seat and a passenger seat and then they removed the cars so you can think about it like it would show a highway and there was people sitting in places where there would be cars but there was no cars mm-hmm. and a lot of people took away from the ad being like wow oh. cars are a giant waste of space <laughs> oh i saw that yeah because it's like you think it's like oh it's a jam parking lot and it's like it's 10 people I mean, I definitely think having your own vehicle, I mean, it's a privilege as opposed to like public transport. I mean, yeah, that takes up less space. It's more efficient. But I mean, we're pretty privileged. Yeah. And there's nowhere to really go with this because we're not going to be solving the housing crisis in America on the Carpool Podcast. No, and we're also not going to, as a a brand that talks primarily on family cars and keeping your family safe and hauling a lot of people, we're also not going to be the ones that are promoting compact uh, compact vehicles. But I just things that make you go hmm things that make you go hmm and sometimes you got to think do they make you go hmm and there's something there or do they make you go hmm and, we and then say, you just there's nothing that's there that's the way it is <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know if they're <laughs> exactly well i mean i wish and i know that like other parts of the country have this but we all live in i don't want to say i mean ashley lives in rural america yeah, we I, live I in rural adjacent america yeah. rural suburb like, rural, yeah rural the, uh, suburb. my targets my targets 30 minutes away yeah so you know that's um, that's my that's where I struggle in life. But I mean, I would love to live in like a walking place, but I also don't yeah. because I love my yard and I like my three car garage. So what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. Go on vacation, I guess. I don't know what you do. I mean, I loved it when I could live in Dallas and live in the city and it'd be a safe area and I could walk to Starbucks. Not available where I live. Not available in Missouri. Yeah. You know, weird. So anyway let's move on to our ditch the drive-thru where we give you an easy recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner, dinner rut. rut and it's gonna be brought by ashley actually Thank real you. wait <laughs> real actually ashley actually actually ashley is really bringing the ditch the drive-thru <laughs> okay ashley's fine <laughs> okay so i'm glad I'm, pre- I'm prepared i asked kelly if i needed to prepare anything and she said no just 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 show up we like authenticity here at the carvel podcast we don't want anyone to sound rehearsed i know but i can't just wing it kelly anyway, yeah you can you've so, done a very good yeah, job you of have. winging it i i was prepared i had to ditch the drive-thru in case i were to be asked okay so i actually made it last night so this is great it's nice and fresh so you you really need a large cast iron skillet it makes the recipe it's okay. essential Check okay so one. your large cast iron skillet you brown a pound of hamburger 
burger or any any meat that you prefer. And then once it's brown, you add a can of red kidney beans drained, a can of corn drained, and a can of the original Rotel tomatoes drained. Mm. Mix it all up. You don't have to cook it or heat it or anything. Just mix it up. And then you take a box of Jiffy cornbread mix, mix it up, and just pour it over the top of that mix. Throw it in the oven. And you cook it according to the instructions on the back of the cornbread mix box. And then you just scoop it out of the pan and eat it. And when I tell you my kids gobble that stuff down like monsters, it's delicious. Wait, so say it again. So you brown some ground beef. Are you seasoning the beef? I mean, yeah, you could do salt, pepper, garlic, whatever you want. Okay. I usually just do salt and pepper. And then it's red kidney beans, yep. which I have literally had some in my pantry staring at me for probably two yeah, years. Like, what are you going to do with what them? Do I do? Why did I buy them? Yep. Yeah. Corn. Yep. Rotel. Yep. Mix it together. Yep. Make the cornbread batter. Yes. So mix it up separately in a bowl and you just like... Pour it over the top. Just it doesn't have to be perfectly even. There can be holes in it. It doesn't matter. It'll it'll expand and kind of cover the top. And you just bake it. And like if when I if I make a salad to go along with it, I'll skip the corn because I don't need as much substance because we're having a side or whatever. But if I want it to be like full calorie for the kids and stuff, then I'll, I'll add the corn. And you can do it vegetarian. You can do it with other meats. I've done it with chicken before. For those who don't have a cast iron skillet, you should yeah. get one. But if you don't have one, I imagine you could make the beef, make the thing, put it in like a glass pan and then yeah. st- and it will still achieve. 100%. So what do you call thing. it? Cornbread cast, like a cornbread casserole? That's what it's called. Yeah. Cornbread casserole. My my Good grandma. old Missouri recipe. <laughs> That's home cooking right there with the beef from the farm. That's farm to That's table. Farm Absolutely. Yeah. Hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. it sounds so good. It sounds really easy, too. It is easy, and it's really good. Yeah. And, like, those are all things you can just keep on hand, and you're like, oh, nice. I have all the things. I just I buy love a shelf stable. Mm-hmm. I love a shelf stable yeah, recipe. Like, you could even do, like, ham and beans and then cover it with cornbread. I mean, you could do lots of different things. Yeah, the things. hack is just covering it with cornbread. Yeah. It really is, yeah. Is it yeah. so good? It's amazing. And here's the bonus part, is that it's really good as a leftover. So you can reheat it, and the beans and the corn, it all retains its its original texture so it's not mushy or anything even the cornbread's still really good so you can reheat it eat it the next day i'm gonna make it it's really yeah good. it sounds great um okay so who's giving our shout out on our reviews oh, today well i thought ashley could um yeah, ashley, do what, her do you, car, what do you drive and they could be they could give the reviews today oh okay so i drive a 2016 toyota sienna so i'm part of the minivan crew Okay, so do you love it? I I do love it. I'm, you know, my pride has really been in check because it's not like the car I envisioned myself driving mm-hmm. as a it cool doesn't, mom. It also doesn't like it doesn't look like you. No. Like when yeah. Ashley comes out of the minivan in like a leather jacket and a chain like full glam, you're like, "Wow. Not what, what I What a juxtaposition." Yeah. So, I'll be honest, um full transparency, my parents actually gifted us the vehicle. Love so that. it was one of those blessings that you don't say no to. 100%. So I can't complain driving a vehicle that's paid for. Um, but I do really love it. I think my number one thing that is just the best part is that we tailgate out of it all the time. We do. I only have the two kids. So we fold the back um, seats down into the floor. And we have this like huge trunk area. And I like put a quilt down and we like pack picnics and we just sit yeah. in there and hang out. And like when Kelly and I meet at the park, she can put Fred down to like no, it's play actually really nice. and crawl it's very around. functional. Very functional. It is. It's functional and it's comfortable and it's hard to beat. And I've just had to accept that, you know, sometimes that's what's best right now with the toddlers. And then maybe once they're older and they're not like 
super messy and stuff. You can you can drive You're just a, in your minivan era. I am. I am. What would you drive? Do you have like do you have any cars that you like are crushing on? I mean, when I was younger, I told myself I would be the mom that, you know, rolled up in a like a Mustang. So there's that. But mm. I, I would say realistically, probably like an Atlas. I like an Atlas. Really? I do. No, I don't see it. But see, it's not for functionality. It's purely for aesthetic. What would I put Ashley in? Hold on. Let me just kind of read your aura. Because, you know, you can oh. you can read my undertones, but I can read. Oh. I can read. I can read your car. Hold on. Let oh, me dear. just. Okay. It's not giving Atlas. You know what it's giving? Here's what it's giving. I'm so good at my job. <laughs> it's giving Jeep Grand Cherokee L. And tell me it's not. Look no, at her no, in the no, eyes. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> well, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay, well, I guess. I, I really thought you were just going to like throw something out there, but that's actually spot on. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And I hate admitting when Kelly's right. <laughs> we all do. Okay, so anyway, that's the long-winded version of saying if you drop a Toyota Sienna, it is your turn, looking at you, Ashley, to head on over yes. to the uh, review section of the Carpool Podcast and leave us a five-star and let's sound off Sienna Mamas. Let's do it. Ashley called you out. And let us know what you thought about this episode with Ashley and if we should have her on the podcast again. Yeah. And if you don't think we should, all, maybe don't say that though, because we Please don't. don't. We, none, none, of, none of us can handle that emotionally. So just only say nice things. All right, guys, have a great one. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone. <laughs>